0: Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by special guest, Katie Murphy. Katie Murphy is the founder of 414 Nutrition. I've been following her for the past year, and the amazing success she has had has been inspiring, motivating, and just yeah, in all uh, the ambition coming from this uh, this entrepreneur shop owner, uh, her drinks are making quite the the footnote in the city. So uh, I reached out; she agreed, and uh, here she is. So without further ado, how you doing, Katie?
1: Hello, I'm great. Thank you so much. What an introduction. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm happy. I, I love your shop.
1: Thank you so much.
0: I love it uh being garden yes. level. <laughs> it's uh got a real cozy feel into it. Um yeah. I have I've been curious. I'm sorry I haven't got in, but okay. uh, I am definitely going to get in. Uh it's yeah, I love it. I love the setup. Got your own feel. And, yes. Uh, nice, clean, <laughs> thank you, thank loungy. You, thank you. Um how are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing I'm
1: doing great. Yeah.
0: What yeah. what's uh what's new right now with you?
1: Right now, we're launching our November drink, so that's exciting. New month, new drinks is always a busy time. Kids' life, everything, but it's perfect. Wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, um yeah, um I've been traveling along. <laughs> this week has been been a crazy one for me. Interview after interview after interview, but we finally made it to yours. We
1: did. Love that for you.
0: So um, let's just jump into it then.
1: Okay. Sounds good.
0: Awesome. Where were you born?
1: Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: Milwaukee. Isn't
1: that cool? Born, raised. I love it here.
0: Yeah. Yes. So where in Milwaukee?
1: I was born in Milwaukee, the city, Old St. Mary's, which is crazy, but I grew up in Brown Deer, which is a suburb of Milwaukee.
0: Okay. Got yes. you.
1: Right on. Kind of side ish
0: So how was your childhood?
1: It was great. Grew up in Brown Deer, which is a suburb of Milwaukee. Had everything a kid could want and more. Okay. Um, loved it. Then high school's where it got a little dicey. Senior year I got pregnant, which is interesting time, right? Okay. Um, and then to throw in the mix, my mom was actively dying of cancer, which is crazy. So ah. the young, I would say like my childhood was beautiful. That transition period where you're like transitioning from childhood to young adult mm-hmm. was like where it got real yeah. dicey, um, okay. for lack of a better word. So it was an interesting time to be 18, pregnant, losing your mom, all the all the things that go along with that. But up until then, it was the best life ever.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm Well, I'm sorry about your mom. Thank you. Yes. Um, so she's no longer? Right. Yeah, yep. Okay, got you.
1: So I was 18, pregnant, but my mom died one month before my daughter was born, which is <sighs> crazy. She tried so hard. That was like her driving force. She would always say, uh-huh. like, I'm going to make it to see her. I'm going to make it to see her. But one month shy, she died June 3rd. My daughter was born July 4th. Oh. So we almost did it. We almost did it. Well,
0: um, you would make her proud yes, right now, exactly. man. Yes, exactly. She's I,
1: my why every day. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go.
0: Um, how old were you when she was diagnosed?
1: So technically 14, but she didn't reveal it to me or my brother until she knew it was like terminal. So I actually didn't find out until 17. Okay. Um. So for those three years, she kind of dealt with it alone, which is crazy because now looking back, I'm like, oh, dang, that's why she made those decisions that she made, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, hindsight's always 2020, 20, and although she was trying to protect me, it's like, dang, I wish she would have just let me in so I could have known. But I'm grateful that she didn't because it didn't adjust my life at all. Those three years were completely normal. Although yeah. she was going through what she was going through, my mm-hmm. life changed none. Yeah. So once I knew, of course, then it changed. But she allowed me to have three years with with normalcy, which is
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it shows you how much of a warrior she was. Because oh, I'm like sure. thinking back, like, could I have done? Could I do that? You know, like you'll yeah. do anything for your kids, but. Could you do that? Really, like think about it. Yeah, going through treatments that you can't even speak about and different things. And she was so clever with it. She traveled for work, so she was just on a business trip. No, she was really in the hospital, but we had no idea. So life was normal, yeah, as normal could be until that final year where she sat us down and said, "Like this is what's up." And we were just like, "Whoa!" Had no idea, no idea. Wow. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you know, that's a that's a tough transition. Yes, that's some man. I I can't fathom what you went through. Um, I mean, I've I've known people who've had cancer. Mm-hmm. I've known people who lost their battle, but uh, for you know, right. child to parent, it's that's a different. It is. It's man. crazy. It's um, crazy. so you know, through this time, it, it's rough. Who were positive influences that that guided you through this? Because you're having a baby. Right. Holy shit. Crazy. That's, <laughs> that's,
1: <laughs> you're like, what did I do? Oh shoot.
0: That's it. Got real <laughs> yep. right after. Real um, quick. I can only imagine you couldn't grieve the way no. you should have.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: but who were who were positive influencing uh, And, people? you know,
1: that's a, a great question, and often it happens. And it's like who – like because especially like high school, right? Who's your circle? It's your friends. Yeah. And then you try to explain to your friends who are like about to go to college, like, oh, Loki, I can't. Like, my mom's dying. I'm taking care of her. I'm pregnant. It's like no, no one could relate. So you kind of lose
0: yeah. massive
1: amounts of people but it's crazy because you know that there's a baby growing so Mm. truly like her like my daughter because it was like every day this is like who i'm doing it for what i'm doing it for Mm -hmm. and then to have a small circle support so in i was still in high school um and so it's crazy enough the guidance counselor became like a best friend because they had to help me through that for sure the senior year i i stayed home so i could take care of my mom but kind of homeschooled myself and expedited route
0: yeah yeah. and
1: so it was like me reaching into them all the time so it was crazy to like have that relationship but it was one of the high school guidance counselors who was like my rock during it yeah um because their job is not just school right like Mm -hmm. it is the mental health that everything that a student would go through yeah and then just knowing that i would have my daughter eventually was like super huge And then it's also the crazy thing because you don't really have a relationship with whatever you believe in. Mine was like definitely of of a God and -hmm. it was like leaning into that. I didn't know what Mm -hmm. that looked like. I didn't know who it was, but it was like me alone in my thoughts and it would be like, oh, let me talk to this being, whatever that is. And that would would be what kept me going because it's a lot of isolation. It's a lot of alone. Yeah. So to say there was a massive amount of people that was there to support would be a lie. There wasn't, but it had me, my thoughts, and then whoever... It's like hard to explain. Right. But Mm -hmm. whoever I felt in my presence around me, whether it's like whatever you believe in God or spirits or whatever, it was like there. And that's what I leaned into. So a lot of it was me like conversations Mm -hmm. with me, too. Like, girl, you got to do this. Like this is this is life. You have no other choice. But then also talking with my baby that I knew would come eventually and just saying, like, I'll do whatever because my mom did whatever, you know, so then you know, you're going to do whatever, too. So but, that was
0: really what kept me going. Well, again, I'll say your mom is looking down right yes. now and is proud. Yes, right? you know, like <laughs> I told you, you have no choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no choice. So you know, um, passing up this stage. Yeah. How was life after high school? Because, like you said, all your friends went to college. Yep. And you, you're here. You're raising a baby. Yeah. How was that? Th- those first couple years of being a, a, a parent,
1: a new mom, and it's especially hard, like teen pregnancy is hard regardless. Right. But then throw in the fact that you don't have a mom, like who's teaching you to be a mom to this baby. Right. Mm -hmm. I knew my mom with me as an adult, but I didn't know how she was with me as a baby. So I didn't know how Mm -hmm. to do it. So it was like me at home, figuring it out. Like, what do we do? And again, a lot of alone time, but I always just talked to her. Like she was an adult, like she had it going on, um, attempted college, realized it was almost impossible to be 18 breastfeeding new mom. Like how do we figure all that Mm -hmm. out? And especially then it wasn't like there wasn't everything that we have now. You know, there wasn't all these resources or like advocates for these things like breastfeeding and being a mom and being a student yeah. and trying to work and all that. So it's kind of like you have to make a decision. Um, and so I chose to be a mom. I was with her dad at that time, too. So we just made it understanding like you're going to take mm-hmm. care of household. I'm going to do mom life and figure that out. And I'd be lying if I said it was easy, like it was horrible. I was like more depressed than I've ever been. And I say it's like situational depression almost, Mm -hmm. because if that situation would be on you or another person, they would probably feel the same way. Like, how can you be happy inside of that? Um, But I looked every day to find the happiness like she was the happiness. She's what kept me going. That's how we did it. So it was very alone. It was very dark. It was very just us. Um, just trying to figure it out, really. Just figuring yeah. it out, navigating every day was new. And we were like, we're going to figure it out together today. So didn't know what I wanted to do. Was very yeah. lost. Didn't go to school. But I knew, like, right now, I, it's my my job, my duty, um, my desire is to be a mom to this baby.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, at a stage like that, just like you said, you, you're not really sure what you want to do with yourself. What were passions of yours growing up? I mean...
1: Right. I knew, like, I wanted to make a difference, a change. I wanted to be a caretaker. You know, Mm -hmm. taking care of my mom showed me, like, I love to care for people. I'm a total people pleaser. Yeah. And I love um, helping people and making them, like, feel helped and feel loved. Like, if you come into the room, I want you to be like, damn, Katie made me feel so good. Just, like, being there. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to do anything but just talk or be in each other's energy. Mm -hmm. So I always felt like I had a passion for that, but I didn't know what that looked like. Like, Mm -hmm. can you... Like, what can you do with that? Like, what job could you do? What could that look like? What could it be? It was very hard. Like, I knew what I wanted and I knew how I wanted mm-hmm. to feel and how I wanted others to feel. But I didn't know what that was going to look like. Yeah. And that took me to the route. Initially, I went into healthcare because I was like, oh, this will be okay. what it is. Right. Like, yep. took care of my mom. I got those feelings. Like, let me just try that again. And that's where the first job that I actually had, like big girl, real life job was in a hospital in the ER. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I thought, like, oh. And then you also think like, oh, I made it because this is, everyone thinks you work at the hospital. Like yeah. you, you did it. you And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I made it. But it was really like, no, no. <laughs> not at all. I, I but, want <laughs> sleep. Right. And and you, um, the feeling that you get when you're taking care of the woman you love more than anything is mm-hmm. not going to be the same feeling when you go into an ER and Take, you're taking care of these strangers that really don't yeah. want to be taken care of, to be honest. For so sure. I was chasing that feeling again. And I wanted them to be happy and I wanted them to be like, wow, Katie made a difference in my Mm -hmm. life. But it was like, I didn't, you know, so I never really felt fulfilled. But I knew at the time that's like where I had to be and what I had to do.
0: Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Well, how did you know, now I get a sense of where, you know, what you're doing right now. Exactly. With your journey. When did it come to a point where nutrition was something you decided to hone in on focus? Right. Right. Give your attention to.
1: So that truly started about almost 11 years now Mm -hmm. Um, with all the things that I was going through with losing my mom, being a young mom, and then trying to figure life out. um, I gained a lot of weight. And by a lot of weight, I'm six foot, so I'm already taller, but I was very underweight. And so then I went to the other side of it and I was over 320 pounds, which is like, Yeah, it's there. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And respectfully, that's like two people. I was carrying Mm -hmm. around two people. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, I had like a light bulb moment. Some people have those. Some people can recall it. Like I recall it like yesterday. I was um, 26 years old, 320 pounds. I worked in the ER. I had a patient that came in. We were the exact same age, the exact same weight. But over the course of four years, I kept taking care of her in the ER. She would come in chronic issues that weren't being fulfilled, weren't being taken care of. One day I came into work and there was flowers and a card for me there. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's weird. Like who who likes me that sent me flowers and a card to my job? But it was actually from her mom and her grandma because she had passed away.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: I was like, oh, my God, how did she die? And it was a blood clot and it was her weight and all these things. And so that was my light bulb moment. And I was like, Katie, that could be you. Like, you're either going one direction or you're going the other as far as health and weight go. Yeah. And it was really where I started researching, like, my weight is not just I can blame it on all the things for forever. Now, now, fast forward, like my mom had been gone a long time. Like, how long am I going to use that as the excuse to live exactly. this life? Right. Right. And I'm like, that could be me. We're the same mm. age, you know, the same everything. Difference is I have the ch- children, she didn't. And I'm like, can you yeah. imagine?
0: What it'd be like.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: and I, and I feel like with people who go through traumatic uh, um, things like this, you hold on to it. Like mm-hmm. me, okay. Like uh, my story uh, with my stepfather. My stepfather walked out and I've held on to it. And I just recently said, you know what? You got to face this. Yes you can tell the story, mm-hmm. but you gotta face it, so right. I reached out to him, and we've been talking. love that in a way to just I want the answers now mm-hmm. we're I'm a grown man, I have my own family um i you know for thirteen years, you were a part of my life, right. and then the next day you weren't, I want answers mm-hmm. and for that moving forward, so I'm glad you had that light bulb moment yes. where you're like telling yourself. Look, this is, this can be me. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be more than that. I have a child. What happens if I leave my yep. child, if, if this happens to me, I leave a child behind motherless. Right. And it's so good for you. Kudos for you. Yeah. Um, so after, after, um you know, this light bulb moment that yeah. you had, uh, what was the, what was the journey like with losing the weight? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a, exactly. That's a, that's a, a huge, right? Yeah, that's a huge And I was
1: like, she, not that I ever think someone could prevent that, right? Like, it's our path is already laid out, is my beliefs. Sure. But I was like, I can control my direction a little bit. So mm-hmm. I, like, submerged myself in educating myself on nutrition and food and then proper exercise, right? Like, not over-exercise, like, making sure it made sense. Mm-hmm. So that became my life of looking that up. Like, what do I need to consume? How much? How do I work out right? How do I do all these things? Um, so then I was like, one day, literally after the light bulb moment, woke up and I was like, I'm committed. I cannot imagine a doctor sitting my my children down and being like, your mom passed. And she could have totally controlled that. Yeah. And that was like, that would hurt me like crazy. So then I did it. I committed to it. And I started, you know, very slowly changing my diet. It was never fast, like never fast changes. I didn't do them all at the same time, but started with nutrition Um, Learning the importance I wasn't eating just to eat food It was like eating with intention To feel my body properly Mm -hmm. And knowing what that looked like And then getting into the gym And finding a passion inside of that And kind of creating that Being like another home for me So it didn't feel like a chore It felt like Mm -hmm. something I was excited to do And in the first year I was able to lose 150 pounds Which was like powerful, magical Oh my
0: god, you go Right
1: (laughs) She's out here (laughs) <laughs> and it it was life-changing. If yeah. anyone would say that isn't, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But what it did is not only made me feel good, but it, it gave me um, confidence and power to show my daughters that we can do anything. Yeah. Like, now I'm like, exactly. Can't tell me nothing. Can't like, I did nothing. that. And, again, not discrediting anyone that requires surgery or anything to get that. Like, mm-hmm. please do whatever you need to do to be healthy. But to do it on my own, I was like, Pfft. Yeah, you literally can't tell me anything now yeah. I'm superwoman I can do whatever so that's how that happened and then I continued to you know, now I like this lifestyle now I want more so then I gained some healthy muscle and kind of changed the whole thing it mm-hmm. made it uh, important in our children's life too so mm-hmm. it's like when I'm cooking what am I cooking I'm making protein why am I making it what do we need it for you know so educating them too and it was just constant I had just yeah. to submerge myself in it to make that happen
0: you gotta be all about it all mm-hmm. in I mean you know and it uh, As I, as I, the growth with my journey, as I go through it, I, I, you know, for the first time in my life, I'm putting me first. Oh, yes. And that feeling right there Mm -hmm. is just everything. Everything. I, I can't imagine, you know, I said this in a, in my interview where I had Ali Faith. I never, I never want my children. I never want, my biggest fear was I never wanted my children to grow up and look at me like, what did he do with his mm. life? He didn't do mm-hmm. nothing, and then to come through this and and seeing how it is with your journey, where now you got your children, you know, you're letting them understand yeah. the, the the power of of just being healthy mm-hmm. and taking control of your life yeah. early on. It. It's it's a very powerful statement coming right. from you, and I gotta I gotta commend you for that. Thank it's, you. You're getting it. Yes. <laughs> We're getting there, right? And yeah. I, I, like I said, I've been following you for the past mm-hmm. year, and i I love it. You know, you you've you've dabbled in a sponsorship with with uh, organizations, and yes. I've seen you go to these conferences, and you, you've been traveling lately yes. a lot, yes. and it's just it's like okay. Right. She's a busy woman. She's getting it. <laughs> yes. But more than that, she lives the life she's preaching.
1: Uh-huh, 100%. And
0: and that is is real. Right. So now pushing forth.
1: hmm
0: 414, 414. 414 Nutrition. Yes. When did that come, when did that finally come to your mind to say, you know what, I've been practicing this, I've been taking the steps forth. I've I've lost the weight. I've turned my life around. I've taught my children. When did it come to the point I'm going to open up a shop and now I'm going to help people in their journey?
1: Yeah, I love that too. So going back, worked in the ER. So yeah. I was there for 12 years. Um, obviously the pandemic happened, but slightly before the pandemic happened, I was kind of like unsettled, like yeah. just meaning like um, I wasn't feeling fulfilled. You know, if you go to a job every day, and you show up, and it's not in alignment with who you are, it's like exhausting. I was like, I'm going, I'm not feeling like I'm making a difference. I, I just didn't align my morals, my ethics, my beliefs didn't align with healthcare anymore. And so I was feeling like I'm showing up for what? And it wasn't like... It got to the point where I was like, no matter how much money I'm making, I cannot go anymore. And I pull up and I'd be in the parking structure just like crying. I'm like, what is this? Mm -hmm. I'm too young. I have to work for the rest of my life. Like, God willing, it'll be a long time, right? And I'm like, how can I have the best of both worlds where I get to provide for my children but love what I do? For sure. Um, And also... You know, working in the ER, you have to turn emotions off. I became an emotionless person. Like one room, someone might be dying. The other is a beautiful thing. The other, and they don't care about the person next door to them. So I became numb and I noticed like, ooh, even outside of work, I'm numb and that can't Mm -hmm. happen. Yeah. So if I didn't love me and I didn't love what I was doing, it's like I have to make a change. And I firmly believe that we are in control of our lives. And if any area we don't like, change it. Otherwise, you can bitch about it all you want to, but you get to change it. And if you're not going to change it, then you have to live with it and then stop bitching, right? So I literally had that moment where I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a change in our city. Mm -hmm. Again, being from here, um, I was like, I'm i'm milwaukee right how many of us have had a teen pregnancy how many of us have lost a child how many of us had gone into healthcare thinking that was the best job and we made (laughs) it i'm like i am them right for sure and so i said that's who i want to give back to is like Mm -hmm. what helped mold me especially losing a parent the city is what molded me what made me they raised me right get it girl (laughs) right so i was like i'm gonna do what i have to do for them Mm -hmm. and um I think there is a big lack of education on nutrition. Yeah. And so I'm like, even if I can provide this cozy space that kind of feels like a home and have just subtle conversations every day, offering them something healthy, but just planting a little mm-hmm. seed of nutrition, a little seed to let them know they matter, a little seed of hope, mm-hmm. that that I knew would make the difference. Yeah. Um, and so that was really my goal. I didn't know the location. I didn't know exactly what that would look like, but I knew that's what I wanted to do.
0: So now it's, it, it's, it's simply... Now you're doing this shop yep when was when was four one four nutrition founded?
1: so we opened four one four day of last year. Um, I was like, again, everything for the city. Right. And it was going to be in the middle of the city. The name came to me because of the city. Of course, if you from here, you know, form four is very important. We take pride in our area code. Yes, Um, The logo is the skyline. So it was everything about Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And then um,
0: I love your logo. Thank you very much. I'm looking at it right now. And I'm just like,
1: (laughs) shout out to my brother. He did that for us um so yeah 414 day of last year it was like okay we're doing it and it was super dope because it was the brewers opening day too so it was like everything it was a thursday i was like that's weird but everyone was like no you just gotta go with it and it ended up being the most beautiful thing because it was like painted milwaukee people came in the brewers Mm -hmm. gear so it was the colors it was like everything i envisioned and more
0: yeah it just
1: came to light it was so dope it was so beautiful Yeah. yeah
0: So now you, you you open this business, mm-hmm. you know. It's
1: crazy. I still am like, dang, I did that. <laughs>
0: with these drinks you're making. Yes. Is there any, what are the type of uh, specific health benefits that come with the the drinks, drinks you're making?
1: Love that. So a large part of our community is already into the gym. Um, if you look where we're located, downtown Milwaukee, there's a lot of gyms around us. So I, I would say we have two awesome ways that we can explain the drinks mm-hmm. The people go work out and they come and get a shake their protein shakes and then they enjoy it after their r- workout so it's a recovery shake right we're utilizing mm-hmm. our muscles we're burning these calories um we're putting our muscles through all this strenuous strenuous things and they have to be refilled after like we have to feed them yeah. so people can go get their workout come in get 24 grams of protein in a shake that tastes like a dessert milkshake but is good for you and that's how a lot of people use us Um, And that's great. It's a flow. It's part of their day. They get up, they go work out, they come here. Um, The second way is it's an awesome, healthy meal alternative. So Mm -hmm. we're surrounded by a lot of offices. There's not many places that are, quote unquote, healthy right Mm -hmm. here in this area, Um, especially walking distance. You know, parking downtown's hard. They're already parked for their office. They just want to walk, grab something healthy, get back to the office um, so we can be that for them, too, which is so cool. And it's such a quick uh, you know, it's like grab- a turnaround. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we also get to develop that relationship. So mm-hmm. if they do have question or we start that conversation, then I can say, like, what do you do? What are what, what healthy things do you know about? Like, what do you need to know about? What mm-hmm. what what macronutrients are you lacking? And so that conversation can develop into something massive mm-hmm. and great. Yep. And we can mm-hmm. really dive into nutrition and health or it can be like a cheers type of setting. What's going on today? Do you need to unload? Like, I got you. I'm here. You know, yeah. let me know. I will lift you up in any way I can. Um, So that's how I say the drinks can bring you peace, energy, and love or be more for like intentional after workout kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, How many specialty drinks would you say you have? Now, before we did this interview, <laughs> I looked at that wall and I'm just like, oh, my God.
1: Right. <laughs> so many. There's a million on the recipe. I mean, there's a million on the menu, right? They can choose not really a million, but there's a lot on the um, menu. So many. But what I say is special is everything is customizable. So if they come in and even on the menu, it's not something they're feeling or they're like, actually, I like this. Can you add a little of this? That's what we do. It's like we okay. cater to you. That's what I think makes us special. Yes, I have a menu. And if you're in a rush, yeah, I'll yeah. make the turtle cheesecake. No problem. Yeah. But if you're like, Katie, I'm actually craving a little. It's like, let me whip that up for you. I got you. And we can have you have exactly what you're craving. Yeah.
0: Well, you you had this in what you opening day was what you envisioned. Mm-hmm. Now you got all these drinks that you've plastered, but you also cater to the to the the customers. Yes, um, but with every business, because mm-hmm. I know this very well, <laughs> it doesn't start off sunshine. No, it's there's barriers. Oh my gosh! So, yeah. so what type of barriers did you face? when you first opened opened up last
1: year? So if you all remember that time, it was like COVID was kind of ending. So Mm -hmm. it was a very weird transition. People weren't sure, like, are we opening all the way up? Are we not? What's happening? So our biggest barriers in the beginning, there's three of them that I will be transparent about. The first one is it was a lot of, like, changes within health department regulations. So it was like one day this is okay, the next day this is okay. Oh, now it's not. So it was, like, a lot of back and forth. I quit my job Job October. We signed the lease August, but we didn't open until April. So that's where it was like, ooh-wee, like very dicey. But I would say permits and licensing, just because the world was still a little bit crazy, was very hard, a big, huge, massive obstacle. Um, the other big obstacle was finding the right spot. Um, I looked at 65 locations over the course of two years total until we found this one. Um, and if you've been inside the shop, you know now it's cozy, it's cute, it's warm, it's inviting, but it was vacant for ten plus years. It was poop brown walls. It was horrible when I walked in, they were like, looked at me, like, are you sure? this is a-? I'm like, I love it. They were like, you do how? And I was like, I saw the vision. Yeah, so location was really hard to find because you need to make it make sense, right? It, yes, like indeed. you the cost of your rent, the overhead, everything <coughs> involved. Um, has to make sense, and you have to have an awesome relationship if you're renting the location with the landlord. Like they're yeah. gonna, you're gonna make you a break, you right? And if you have to deal sure. with them for three, five, six, whatever your lease term is years, we got to be on the same page. We got to get along. We got to make it happen. And then the other third biggest obstacle to be 100% transparent is the unknown costs that are gonna come up. You're <laughs> like, okay, I budgeted for this. We're gonna make it happen. You're like, oh, yeah. no, the f you're not. Like this yeah. is gonna come up. This is gonna come up. And so a lot of the um, unforeseen obstacles, I don't care how prepared you are, how many quotes you get before, how many people you have come in to help you, like you're going to have expenses that you did not plan for.
0: Well, I I I, like even in mine, you know, I started off to take you got to take the L before you take the win. (laughs) And it's it's, I've invested more than Mm. I've, you know, put out. But Mm. at the same time, I know. That or ROI will eventually come around. I feel like people—that's what scares people the most, mm-hmm. you know—and that's why most businesses don't succeed. Exactly, because they start spending they the the startup costs and the under the impression that they're never going to get out of the hole they're in. Right, and really, it's it's quite the opposite. If you stick with it, consistency is everything.
1: And like, keep in mind, you can upgrade as you go. Yeah, you know, like everyone's the best. I'm telling you, these tables were given to someone else who was given to someone else who we bought them from they're actually from the first school that was built in milwaukee yeah They're old desk and they have like the character 50 bucks three tables i was like dang and they have so much history in the city of milwaukee i've sanded them down refinished them myself i was about to say like exactly isn't that crazy so like 50 bucks but it's like oh i really wanted these other tables but it was like where where can we cut costs like remember if you are listening to this and you want to open a business like don't you don't need the best yeah Yeah, right Mm -hmm. away upgrade and now i'll never get rid of the tables right because they have the history The people ask about them because there's like a little hole you can tell it was a desk so they're like oh my gosh that's so dope and it's like now it's another thing that just adds character to your space or to whatever it is that you're opening or doing or you know for business wise
0: wow that is such that is so cool right that honestly crazy (laughs) (laughs) let's give her applause you did some great work yes. Uh these tables are these are beautiful and, and and I love the fact that they have history behind right. them um, this is an accomplishment mm-hmm. man you 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 you've gone from you know working for the man yep <laughs> to being your own yes how has that transition been going from employee to a business owner
1: right? I'd be lying if I said it was beautiful all the time right like there's just no way that it could be Mm -hmm. beautiful all the time it's beautiful I love it and it has its low moments and then it definitely has the high moments and I'll tell you that the beautiful thing is the high moments are way better than any high moment I had working for the man as you said Um, my biggest thing that I love the most is when something's wrong it's like, Katie, you can bitch about it, but you can fix it too. Yes, <laughs> it's like before, can. you can yeah. bitch about it to your supervisor or your manager, but it's like they can change it if they can, but are they really mm-hmm. thinking about it unless it concerns them? So for me, that's the best part. The other part is um, it's not time freedom, but it's it's time flexibility. Because now it's on my terms, my yes. schedule. Mm-hmm. Of course, the people, and when I say the people, it's our customer base. It's our community is going to have a play in it. Right. If I'm open certain hours that aren't going to jive with them, yeah. we won't have business. But like next Monday, we're doing three college tours for my daughter. I get to do that. I'm going to be there. We're closing. Yep. Like, I'm going to take my daughter. We're going to tour these schools. This is what we're doing. This is not our <laughs> life. And so it's like, could you do that mm-hmm. if I worked? No, I wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. And the other piece of it is that... Uh, Work life balance, I'm a single mom. I have two daughters. It was important to me to be there, but I couldn't. Yeah. And it was someone else telling me that I couldn't. I couldn't get them to school on time if I worked, I worked night shifts. So I'd work, I get off at 7:30. They were late. Every morning I worked. And yeah. it was like I have no control. Now it's we don't open till eight because I'm taking my kids to school in the morning. There you go. You know, so Good for you. Right. Man. And that was that to me is the best part. And all yeah. summer we're working inside here together. We spend more time now than we've ever spent together. Mm-hmm. We're closer now than we've ever been. Um, that part i love and you have a little bit of control um my dad always says it's like count your pennies because the you can't control the profit but you can control what you outgo Mm -hmm. so it's like when things aren't where you want them to be work harder put a little bit more work in there go talk to somebody else network something more um so i love that too because it feels like you are in control of the life that you've created yeah yeah that's my favorite part
0: you know Work ethic is everything. Yes.
1: You have to be disciplined, man.
0: How would you describe your work ethic?
1: Oh, it's uh, a million, a trillion. It's like true. it's up there because that's so true, right? Yeah. I, how easy would it be <laughs> to say in bed? I'm telling you, when I worked before, if I didn't feel like it, I'm calling in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you for know, real. i not coming in. But now it's like... Everything's you can- <laughs> on you. <laughs> yes. They call in, I'm here. I, I have to be here. But that's what gets me up out of bed every single day. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me want to go. And I'm still excited, to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's different. There's been days where I'm sick and I'm like, how am I going to do this? But you know you have to. And I mean that, like, in a respectful way. Like, I mm-hmm. have to. I have to show up for my people. Yeah. My people are counting me. I made a promise to them that I was going to be there and I'm mm-hmm. going to be there. Um, And so you have to be so disciplined, so organized. You have to be on your ish all the time. There's no wiggle room to mess that up. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. you're the one that's going to pay for that. And then you want to blame someone and you want to be mad. But it's like, Katie, it's you. (laughs) Like (laughs) You're the one that messed it up. So um, to me, my work ethic, my grind, my discipline is something that I can't even explain to people. The sacrifice that you have to make to stay in alignment with that is like (sighs) incredible. And I wouldn't change that. I've lost. I've given up a lot. And I'm talking like more social, you know, other things yeah, along yeah. those lines. But it, I wouldn't trade that for the world. That's a sacrifice yeah. I'm willing to make.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I I'm about to make two years sobriety. Oh, and clap yeah. for yourself. Yeah, we, we got to, I've said it so many times, but um, you know, the the change in lifestyle mm-hmm. has been everything. And as a business owner, yeah. you know, you notice the. The branches fall off, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's this first first time in my life where I'm no longer trying to reach out to bring people back in. One
1: hundred percent.
0: And I could yeah, I could say as a, a business owner, that's exactly how you're describing this. It's just like the lifestyle change. Yeah, you don't have
1: mm-hmm.
0: time to pause. Exactly. It's go mm-hmm. go go.
1: And I'm going with or without you, right? Yeah, yeah I do.
0: <laughs> so location.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We talked a little bit about it earlier yeah. in the interview. But this is a beautiful location.
1: Isn't it? It's so nice.
0: What sold you on it?
1: What sold me? Um, I'll be honest with you. It was the 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 fact that it's right in the heart of downtown. Okay. The Right where it was. I envisioned my business. I, when I envisioned it, I envisioned business. But I didn't you know, you should always be very specific with your business. Mm-hmm. And I envisioned making an impact and being heard and making a difference and like n- people knowing about it. Yeah. But I didn't visualize anything location. And I was looking outskirts, you know, as far up as Cedarburg. We looked as far over as Brookfield mm-hmm. and everywhere but here. Yeah. Right. And so it was just so in alignment. We were on our way to a different location. We He was like, actually, Katie, for what you're looking for, I think there's going to be a better fit. If you can be open-minded, let's go check it out. Walked in, I was like, I love it. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, um, in my younger years, <laughs> my hair. like Jefferson Street was right there. I remember going out. It was so many like memories yeah. and it felt like home. Mm-hmm. It felt like this is where I need to be. And I'm like, if I'm going to run a business and when you're starting off, you're in here. And yep. I was like, I'm like, if I'm going to show up every single day and I'm going to make this everything it is, I need it to feel like home. And when we walked in, I was just like, it feels like home home yeah and i knew a little bit about you know the surroundings i'm like there's apartments everywhere okay perfect if nothing else i'm gonna go knock on every single apartment building door give them a coupon and be like come inside like come see what i have to offer yeah so i was like if i can't for some reason bring other people from the other area into me Mm. i at least have apartments around me where i can go knock on doors and be like try a free drink so you can tell your friends post it do whatever for me i was prepared to do that if i had to yeah but because we're downtown garden level, foot traffic is massive because we have the gyms, like it just catapulted us and like threw us forward mm-hmm. before I could even know what to do. <laughs> like I was like, oh, my gosh, hold on. It's happening. So the the beautiful thing about it is because I was so dedicated to my city, um, mm-hmm. I knew that this would be the spot. I knew yeah. everywhere else I looked, I was like, it's not quite right. It's not in alignment. I didn't get that feeling of home. I didn't get that feeling of comfort. And I definitely didn't see a plan. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, okay, if it doesn't hit how it's supposed to, what is the plan? I didn't have that option where here I was like, I got that plan. Yeah. I will go to these apartments.
0: Well, with home comes community. Mm -hmm. What ways have you worked with the community? Uh, So many ways. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we, um, again, going back to the gyms, we're like in the gyms, we support them. They support us. I'm working out with my people. So my customers that work out, I'm like, where'd you work out today? Let's go. I want (laughs) to do that workout with you. Um, that's been huge too, creating a safe space. So mm-hmm. like our mission statement, if, if that's still a thing is like, come in here so I can spread love and light to you so you can go spread love and light into the city. That's beautiful. Right. And, um, that's really what we've been, and also working in history of working in hospital healthcare, it was like, you are told what color hair you can have, how you can wear your nails. If you can have tattoos, you were told so many things. And it's like, I just mm-hmm. want to show up and take care of people. Why are you so worried about me? Yeah. And so it was like, if I can create a space, no matter who you are what you are what you look like what your beliefs are you can come and feel safe Mm -hmm. and be a part of one like if you're missing whatever you need we can give to you so -hmm. it was really like going out and letting them know about that we've partnered with the police and fire commission to do fit camps to help educate the cadets that are going in so that's been huge as well right and that was beautiful and then every door opens another door right and so we're just slowly working there a lot of our customers are big Bucks fans, us too, and some of them work for the Bucks. So we've gotten a okay. uh, um, small business shout out there, which then, was, again, was another door. Yep. Helped catapult us, mm-hmm. get us out there. Um, I'm always looking for ways to give to, back to the community. So we partnered with Make-A-Wish and we did. Um, they had a wiffle ball tournament and we were tabling there to give samples for the people who... Played in wiffle ball. Raised money for that. So any way I can to give back, of course, but also to keep that mission to the core. It's like, again, come get some love and light and yes. go spread that. Because when you spread that, you're going to talk about us. That's going to get us out into the mm-hmm. community more. And then you're going to come in.
0: Wow. Yeah. So with these drinks. Yes. How do you come about your servings, your size, like your ideal, um, you know, large, medium? Yeah. How, how, how does, does that those, work?
1: The shakes, when we first started, it was one size. You it get the shake. It was one okay. size. Then we had people come in and they're like, I want more. And I was like, okay, the people want more. We got to give them more. So honestly, when we first started again, it was very simple. Our menu was not as as uh, elaborate. <laughs> it was like, we have five drinks, two sizes, that's it. Yeah. But I really think, um, especially if you're going to be new entrepreneur, new business, and you're trying to create what you just mentioned, community, family, unit, you got to yep. listen to your people. So with the beautiful things of the tools like social media and just um, having conversation, it was like asking them what they wanted, allowing them to have a say. So really, truly, our menu, our sizes, um, the new drinks that we come up with are are what our community asked for. So they ask and I deliver because I'm here for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, it's me, but I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. So they are the ones that helped us get two different sizes shakes, three different sizes teas, and like all these things was brought to us. By them. And then the flavors, yeah. too.
0: And by community, yeah. she also means pets, because I did see on your wall, <laughs> yes. you got the Pup, pup cups. cups. Yes, <laughs> and pets come
1: in all the time, and they're amazing. Yeah. We love it. So
0: she's pet-friendly, everyone. Yes, bring your dogs. Uh, Walk
1: your dog, come in, get a drink.
0: What's, <laughs> what's your favorite drink?
1: My favorite drink is the Turtle Cheesecake Shake. So good. And then um, one of our teas that I didn't really go into, but we're more known for our shakes but we do have teas that are awesome they're like an energy drink with no sugar and that one is deep blue sea is my favorite
0: okay got <laughs> you yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome um what are what are hi- highlights and achievements now I, I, I that stand out for you i heard you say with the bucks they, Yeah. the but um have there been any other highlights achievements that have stood so, out for okay. you
1: i would say Every day that we have people come in is a highlight and an achievement. <laughs> like, no bullshit, but you can be open if no one's coming in. You're like, ooh, yeah. like, that's a dick. Like, dang. So, to me, you know, the fact that we're one year year and a few months in and we're doing yeah. good, like, mm-hmm. that's huge. Most people are like, you know, the first three years, you're not going to be profitable. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. I hear you, but I'm not listening to you. <laughs> like, yeah. I I'm going to make it a different way. Like, for me, that's not going to be my story.
0: Oh, my God. You know, like, I have so many people, and I I, I love structured criticism. Right. It's great. This it, is yeah. how you grow. But don't tell me how to do right. what I do.
1: Exactly. I've
0: been having success. You've been having <laughs> right. success. I'm doing something right. Right. It's, yeah. yeah. I, I just had a comment in on that because yeah. it's real. Man, you don't. It's so true. And it's then so true. you know, uh,
1: a couple of the people that come in, you get your blue check mark. You're like, oh, that was yeah. kind of dope. Uh, we had an NFL player that came through. We have a lot of people again, just because of where we're located. Mm-hmm. They're either like the Brewers players that stay at the hotel, you know, they'll come through, or some of the people who do the hosting for Bucks and such. So those are like big moments too, because I'm like, wow, we're mm. really getting out here. The city is really knowing. Other moments where I'm like, pinch me, is if I see someone I don't know that has a T-shirt with our logo on it. I'm yeah. like. Oh, where did you get that? Do you know what that is? What?
0: Don't <laughs> like, be afraid to, to throw me one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the walking bill for us out there. Absolutely.
0: Well, uh, Achievement I, I, I stands out for me that I read uh, a couple weeks ago. You Top 50? Yes. In the too. city.
1: New, yes. The top 50, we were number 35, which I'm so proud of. Yelp get released it. it. And you know how you get on that list is people vote for you. <laughs>
0: We're here. We're here here here. for it. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I had no idea. Our local Yelp representative, she reached out and she was like, Katie, congratulations. I'm like, what? Yay, what? She was like, You're on the list. I'm like, what list? They voted for you, you're in. And the beautiful thing is is like you said, the city. The city is big, massive. 50 people on there. We're number 34. And if you look at it, it's a multiple bar. So like, thank you, Milwaukee, yeah. <laughs> for um, <laughs> appreciating my vision, my mission of having a little nutrition and health in there. And you got us on it. So now we have our award displayed. I'm so proud of that. Oh um, my I got to get a prettier frame for it. But for right now, I'm like, I need the people to know. So no. that's huge accomplishment Flex. for the business. Right. Exactly. Flex. Um, we're so proud of that and that's because of
0: the city that's because of the community like they're
1: the ones that voted that in right that's the
0: biggest blessing i am happy for you thank you 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 know what i mean this is this is awesome like i love this like it's like the underdog you know it's like the underdog story like i'm an underdog you're an underdog you're with every day comes these opportunities you're jumping on Mm -hmm. so you're you're successful in my eyes well thank you Um, Five, in the next five years, where do you see yourself with with Nutrition 414?
1: So I would love five-year, big vision, big goal, big dream, but it's to have multiple locations around the okay. city. And I don't mean, you know, our city is big, right? We're just mm-hmm. in the heart. We're in downtown. But I would love to either have like uh, – what do I call them? Like little extensions, little pieces, little samples of us inside gyms. So if you're a gym mm. owner, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave, but for real, um, even a modified menu, something that so the people can have one stop um, shopping, you know, yeah. like you get your workout and you have your workout right there. Of course, this location will be here forever um, because it would be the start. But I would love to branch out west, go a little bit more north and kind of hit up those surrounding areas. Because not, I truly feel, obviously, Milwaukee needs nutrition, but everybody needs it. You know, mm-hmm. everybody does it. It's something that we should all have proper nutrition and then proper education and community, a safe space, some place yeah. to come together. So big goal is to have multiple locations, have little sample locations inside some gyms would be super dope, would be what I would absolutely love. Um, and then just to ha- have everyone know what 414 is. There we go. <laughs> everybody.
0: So um, I love it. I love it. What advice would you give to our youth that are aspiring to be entrepreneurs? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like like you, like this is a success Success. story. Yeah,
1: I would say the biggest thing and it's going to be the hardest thing is but don't listen to people. Mm -hmm. Like you have to shut out the outside noise. My dad jokes now, but he's always like, I'm so glad she didn't ask me first because I would have told her she's making the biggest mistake of her life. Now he can look and he's proud, right? Because it's here. Mm -hmm. But it it, it's the hardest thing you're gonna do. I always Mm -hmm. say the hardest thing I did was lose my mom, right? But the second hardest was do this. Because you're gonna feel very alone. You're gonna feel like it cannot happen. You're not you're gonna see the goal is so far away. Amen. Yeah. And it's gonna be um I mean, even when we were building out so many days where I'm like on the floor in here crying, like, what did I just do? I ruined my life. Mm -hmm. But you have to stay so focused on where you're going and Mm -hmm. not allow any outside noise to come in, any obstacle. If I would have let those permit obstacles happen, like, damn, I would have been out, you know? And, and for me, it was, I cut off all other options. There was no other option. I had no plan B. Mm -hmm. Quit my job before we were open, open, but I got two kids I got to take care of. Like, you have to go all in. So I would say those are the biggest things. is like don't listen to anybody but mm-hmm. yourself, right? Yep. And if you're not being real with yourself, that's a problem. So like go do that work first and then come back to get this right. Yeah. So don't listen to anybody. Don't ever give up if, you, if it's truly what you want. Yes, you know, like sure. if it's if it's not and you're kind of like hemming in high, well, then the vision isn't clear enough. It's not really what you want enough. Mm-hmm. So you're going to give up if you don't adjust that. Yep. But really you have to drown out outside noise because people are going to tell you every reason not to do it. There is a million reasons yeah. I could I could go through them right now. Like this is why you shouldn't. This is why, but I, you can't listen to that. There's a yeah. million and one reasons why you should do it. Right, a million reasons not to, but a million and one why yeah. you should. So you just have to do, you just have to go. And I would say truly network, ask a lot of questions, meet with other people who have done it. That will be the the positive in you yep. because you don't know what you don't know. And there's no book that's going to tell you how to do it. Yeah. Every day I learn, I'm still learning. And I tell my customers that too, like well, I'm learning. If you have tips, like let me yeah. know. So being vulnerable and transparent has really helped me um, grow through this too. Get it. Mm-hmm. And anyone can do it. Like you can do it. Katie Murphy's in the building. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs>
0: well, I, man, what are ways people can um, contact, communicate yeah. with you?
1: We're on Instagram. So that's huge. I run all the media, all the socials, everything there. Eventually mm-hmm. we'll have someone else running it, but currently it's me. So if you want to contact me directly, you can do follow us at 414 Nutrition um, on Instagram. I have my personal Instagram that I, pro- I will follow Uh respond to direct mm-hmm. messages on there as well. That's KTY Murph. Um, there's also a Facebook page that we're on. That one's a little more tricky for me to keep up with. So I would say if you really want to, you know, mm-hmm. hit me up, try um, the Instagram for sure. We're also on Google. We're also on Yelp, which is awesome. And then come to us, 823 East Kilburn, come yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. And if we're open right now, I'm usually here. If I'm not here, someone can tell you when I will be or they can get you connected to me. Um, but those are the big things. Yeah, definitely social uh Instagram, Google, Yelp, and then just coming into us. Man. And our hours are posted everywhere, so just follow that. Mm-hmm. Follow us on there. You'll see any updates or any changes, and then you'll know when you can come in and reach me.
0: <laughs> there we go. Yes, Katie, I appreciate I you. I
1: appreciate you. This is so awesome. Well, yeah,
0: <laughs> I just want to say thank you for coming on, sharing your story. You have been amazing. So with that, I will say... You're definitely a spearheader. (laughs) There
1: we go. Thank you for this opportunity. But
0: um, thank you again. You've been truly inspiring, motivating. I'm going to go I'm going to listen to this interview. (laughs) Some of the gems you drop. But uh, thank you for coming on. And uh, with that, spearhead out.